Matter of Faction podcast with Pricey and Brownie. Welcome back to another exciting edition of the Matter of Faction podcast, episode 43 with Pricey and Brownie. I'm the brown one, that's the pricey one over there, and uh, mate, lockdown is most certainly among us, kind of. It's not lockdown, it's quarantine, right? Yeah, it's certainly among us, and you know, we're still... We're still part of the Handtech Media Group, but, you know, as we said last week, it's more like the Elbow Tap Media Group at the moment. <laughs> hey, mate, it's been a big week for you. You chucked yourself a violent Soho and did a home haircut. Oh, <laughs> the ISO, it got me. It got me. Oh. I mean, you like, know you know, who, who, like... You, you're not putting yourself up for anyone. You're just going to look at yourself in the mirror each and every day. So, you know, what's the deal? Oh, I know. You know that moment where you get the clippers out and you're like, should I? And, and you do that first little bit, and you're like, well, now I've got to. Yeah, exactly. you got to follow through with Shit. it all. <laughs> so, yeah, it, the ISO, it got to me. So I'm, I'm here, I've, and then I finally got the razor out and got it right down to the skin. So Nice. So after this, you're going to join a barbershop quartet, and you'll be all sorted in life. Oh, if I could have that while I'm shaving, you know, the sides of my head, I, like, that'd be... That'd be nice and relaxing. All right. Well, what, whatever your kink is. Anyway, let's move on from that. And uh, Ebony stories in the newsroom with the latest heavy news. Take it away, Ebony. Thanks, guys. And my highlight of the week, in case you were wondering, was that legend who was running and singing Above My Head by Polaris at the top of his lungs. Makes me so happy to watch it. The band has reposted the video on, like, all of their socials. Go check it out. Okay. And let's move on to a bunch of new music. 21 Pilots have released their first single in two years, and it's called Level of Concern. It's a cool one, just like Dance Gavin Dance's new track, Lyrics Lie. Check out their music video for a time lapse of a mural being painted. It's a huge mural, and it's a great song. Neck Deep also have a new one called When You Know, which is the band's second single from their upcoming album, All Distortions Are Intentional, and that one's out on July 24 through Hopeless Records. On to Make Them Suffer. Following their signing to Grayscale Records, they dropped Erase Me, and now they've given us Drown With Me. So I think it's fair to say the hype for their album, How To Survive A Funeral, is definitely building. And lastly, we have some delicious prog from Caligula's Horse. Slow Violence is their latest single from their upcoming album, Rise Radiant, and it's given me some major carnival vibes, which I absolutely love. Oh, and hey, don't forget that Oz Music T-shirt day is this Friday. And if... Like me, you thought that this was just a Triple J thing. Well, we're all very wrong. It's run by a charity called Support Act and is Australia's only charity providing relief services to musicians, crews and music workers as a result of either ill health, injury, mental health issues or any crisis like coronavirus that impacts their ability to work. Support Act receives no money from any government agency, therefore they have to fundraise. So this Friday, chuck on your Aussie band shirt and if you can, head to their website to donate. Anyway, that's all from me. Stay heavy and I will see you next week. Thanks so much, Ebony. And look, Pricey, there's so much doom and gloom in the world right now. We should be focusing on the positives, right? I mean, like we're going well, mean, to talk, talk about a negative in a second, but let's start with a positive, right? Yeah, true that. But just before we get to that, like, I'm glad that there is doom eternal and the gloom in the corner in the world. Ah, oh, yes. You know, two... I'm glad for those things. They go together like peas and carrots. Yes, indeed. But yes, onto the positive, my friend. All right. Now, for those who know the band Polaris, if you don't give yourself an uppercut, 
get out from under that rock. They released their album, The Death of Me, back in February, and so far we've seen like a great collection of songs be released as singles, songs that people love that aren't singles, you know, that kind of situation, but... There's a really great song on the album that it, it's really, really grown on quite a lot of people. That song is Above My Head. And uh, a viral video made it out this week of a bloke running over in the United States belting out this song at the top of his lungs. His name is Jason Vocal. He's from Tempe, Arizona. I think that's how you pronounce that. Tempe, yeah, yeah. And, uh, mate, he really, really loves Polaris. So much so that he's running full pelt on this bridge. Someone's filmed him. This video has made it back to him. The band have found out about it. It's gone viral. Like, it is great. And it's one of those videos that you watch that fills you with joy. Like, he could have been singing any song, any song, and he chose our very own Polaris to sing, which is great. So there's two things about this story, Brownie, that that seriously impressed me, that I I love about it. One, I can't run without just, like, seriously, like, I'm just heavy breathing the whole time, right? So the fact that this guy can run, and he was given it. Given it his full hell, yeah. And singing in tune at the top of his lungs very, very loudly to the point where this woman that's obviously more than 100 metres away. Yeah, yeah, down opposite the bridge, yeah. Yeah, that's seriously impressive. This dude has a serious set of pipes on him. Absolutely, and look, like the the guys have got in touch with him. They they were all losing it on social media. Like, if you're not following the Polaris boys, like these are the most humblest boys you'll ever see, and they're loving the fact that, you know, this is happening, and it's, it's just such a strange world for them, I guess, you know, to have a song that isn't released as a single being belted and promoted like this, that kind of thing. But like you're saying, Jason's vocals are amazing. Like, he's running and pulling off those high notes as he's running and not... Taking a deep breath or dying right. every with every step. So, but then the other the other part of it that that I love is like how good's the internet? Like it somehow got back to him. Somehow, someone else identified the song. Yep. Somehow, it got back to Polaris. Now, I wouldn't be surprised. If we see Polaris re- release a film clip for this song, oh god, starring that guy out lip syncing it while running, just running like literally, like it's perfect. It's a perfect song about you know being in over your head with everything happening around you, and that's what we are all going through right now. I think it'd be a perfect opportunity for those boys to jump on and and also showcase a non-metalcore song, if you will. Like, you know, because you yeah, listen yeah. to that song, it's like one of the, the more melodic songs on the album. And it, it just... It could be packs... a big crossover track. Absolutely, crossover definitely. Track. And look, I, I hope a lot of people are seeing this and listening to the song and going, okay, well, I'm going to go track that up and go listen to the proper song and then realising how much of a banger and a belter it really is. Yeah, no, that'd be dope. I'd love to see that just go really, really nuts online and and, you know and get the guys so much more attention. I mean, and I know they're getting a lot of worldwide attention, which yeah. is really awesome, but like just, you know, you know, this could be a multiplier. Yeah, absolutely. Let's see a good, a bit of attention for this and not any of the shit attention that trapped keep getting themselves into on Twitter. Oh. Uh, pricey. Well, look, the fact that we're still talking about this guy. I know. Like... And, and you know, the situation don't stoke the fire because it just gets bigger. But you know, every week a new story comes out of this dickhead attacking someone else. And he's gone for a bigger target this time around. Hey. Yeah. And he's gone for a whole collective of people. But the, the, the other thing is, is like a couple of weeks ago, like 
I think he tried to like play this whole thing off of like, oh, I've been playing you all along. You know, this is my plan just to, so everyone's talking about me sort of thing. But then he's just like kept doubling down and just like started getting involved with more people and like he even called you a loser the other day on on Twitter. Yeah, I did say he, he lived in the trailer the park, you know, that kind of situation, but you know. But it's just like now he's picked, like he went over and kicked the beehive uh, over at Sumerian Records, uh, you know, a record label that's been, you know, what are we talking, 15, nearly 20 years sort of deep in their career now. With some high-profile like, names. I mean, they've got Poppy on so there. They've names. got, um, uh, is it Pierce Avail Sleeping With Sirens is on there. Jonathan yeah, Davis' solo work, he's on there. Yeah. You know, and Body Count. Uh, ah, yeah. Body Count did Manslaughter, right? They did their, that Manslaughter record through uh, Sumerian. Now, like, he went over and kicked the beehive, and then when Sumerian started to clap back, they're just going like, are you, he's started this, are you threatening me? Like, like, arm your bands, let's go. And it's just like, and he's deleted those ones since. And he's starting to gaslight, no, nah, I never said that, I never said that. As soon as Ice-T got involved, <laughs> he goes running. Simmer down. <laughs> simmer down in a big, big way. And it's just like, mate, just sit down. Sit the fuck down. Down. I think it's got to this point now where, like, you know, it became a bit, of, bit of a running joke. Or oh, say something bad about trapped, and you'll like, and you'll get something in return. You know what I mean? It's like you know, fighting with that old, uh, like, computer program, like back in the day on the internet. Uh, just you know, you you you. Argue, I can't remember what it was called, but we had it in high school. Like you'd argue with this bot, and, like you call you call it <laughs> like it, terrible. Was it like the AI bot? You had yeah, to that's it. exactly. Yeah, you like you're stupid. It's like, no, you're stupid. And it, it just goes back and forth, back and forth, that kind of thing. Yeah, I think it's got <laughs> to the point where it's like that. So, you know, like you, you're not going to get anything credible from this guy. Like, they have one song back in like the 2000s and, and that's all they've done. So I think this is just a situation of someone trying to outlast their 15 minutes of fame. The guy keeps quoting Pandora streaming numbers as well. It's just like... Oh, was that what it was? I I legit thought he was talking about the the jewellery store Pandora. (laughs) It's like, mate, no no one cares about your Pandora numbers. No one. (laughs) Well, there you go. Pandora's a streaming service. You learn something new every day. Yeah, yep. There you go. It's just not... I mean, it especially means not not much at all to Australians because... It's it's very much an also ran here in Australia. It's doesn't really have any market share nor nor like real care for for the this market. But it's just like, oh my god, dude! Like even in America, no one cares. So, so it, I think you know this, this this might be it. Like I know he's taken on Ice T. We know who win that in a heartbeat. Ice T. So is this where we yeah. put the nail in the coffin for Trapped and never bring them up again? <laughs> did you did you see did you see I think it was the dudes from Pierce the Veil did a cover of his song did a cover of Headstrong? I think so yeah I I didn't see it but like yeah he, he, he did oh was it Born of Osiris yeah 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 Sorry, Born of Osiris, Osiris and that's yeah. that's why they he, they started going nuts or well, Old Bates started going nuts at Sumerian Records because he did yeah. that yeah <laughs> where he says Headstrong I'll take you on Headstrong I'll suck off anyone. <laughs> Uh, oh, I, no. I didn't listen to it in full. I'm going to go give it a spin after we uh, finish oh, up recording no. today. 
Oh, no. But anyway, moving away from the shit of the world to the good of the world. In the past week, we've seen uh, a whole plethora of new songs come out, including your boys, Dance Gavin Dance. Oh, I love these guys so much. In my eyes, they do no wrong. I know that you disagree, but like every song they release off this thing is just it's just a, a pleasurable delight to have in the world. I just and this the, the, the new clip is you know it's a mural of their album artwork in their hometown Sacramento. You know it's a time lapse of the creation of this of the of the mural of the artwork and it's like the, the artwork's just so damn cool and. Like there's even unfortunately even someone has like graffitied that mural since and some fans came along and fixed it. Like it's just all so wholesome and beautiful. Which is what we need more of in the world. Yeah, man. I just think like, you know, like a like or dislike the band, like you know, to put something it's a really colourful and quirky and funny and, and like really cool out there in the world, like beautiful art. And then, like, someone comes along, and I think they even just tagged it. It wasn't even anything, like, good. And, you know, some fans came along, touched it up with some paint. And it's just like, that's that's so nice. Yeah, look, look, I, I, know, I, I know I rag on the band a lot, but when they do wholesome as fuck stuff like that, you can't deny that, you know, they're, they're good people doing good things just with a guy who needs a cough drop. <laughs> Tillian's voice is great. You're off your head. Anyway, moving on. Kill the Lights. It's the, the I was going to say side project. No, it's the new project for Moose from uh, Bullet For My Valentine. He left that band because they stopped doing the metal and now they've got the metal in Kill the Lights. Yeah, yeah. This is this is some metal metal. These these guys are going hard at it. It's called Plagues. It's kind of, uh, kind of very appropriate right now. Oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Anyone who's dropping a song with plagues or disease or anything like that in it is on point right now. Yeah, it's it's going to trend. But uh, how do you feel? Like, obviously, I, I've been a fan of Bullet For My Valentine for so long, and, like, the last album that they released that was good for my liking was Venom. So I can see, yeah, you know, yeah, why yeah. Moose would want to go venture away to do more metal. Because when I listen to Kill, Kill The Lights, like, I hear the old Bullet For My Valentine metal kind of-esque albums that the band were releasing back in the day, which they steered away from with the more melodic stuff. Yeah. The, the, um, I, I didn't realise just how, like, how big an impact Bullet had on the scene back in the day. I really liked them, but I thought they were maybe a little older, you know, sort of focused than, than the scene sort of stuff. But, you know... Tears don't fall. Like people I was say, just about to say, if you didn't get it, if you didn't rate that song raise. growing up, you had a a horrible childhood. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Like I didn't realize it hit so hard in that time, and then like you realize it really has a lot of nostalgic value to like a lot of scene kids, and you're just like, oh shit, all right, cool, and yeah, because I mean, to this day, banger. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's it's one of those songs by the band that I go back and listen to like time and time again. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I mean, if he's if he's going to write more of those, like bring it on. Now, make them suffer. Pull out their next new single, "Drown with Me." This album so far, they can't do anything wrong. 
Like, 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 really, everything they've put out so far from How to Survive a Funeral has been great. It's caught my attention and proves that, you know, that they're, they're steering away from the stuff they did with the last album or the standalone singles, and they're they're embracing the melodic side. Like, hearing Booker Knowles, like, vocals yeah. on this draws you in. Hearing Sean's yells and he screams, like, the, the difference between the growls and the screams and all that, like... They've perfected it. They've got it to a point now where it's like, okay, make them suffer. Not saying or discrediting them in the past. Like they're here to fucking take art, you know, take names and kick ass. Yeah, they're here to take ass. <laughs> well, uh, you can do that if you want. That's fine. <laughs> but no, it, I mean, Booker did say, you know, there was going to be a hate fuck porno riff on this on this record. Uh-huh. So maybe it's this one. Maybe it's this song. But uh, the the thing is, is I really feel like Booker has been pushed to the front in this song. I feel like there's like that that big chorus vocal from her. Like that's a like I feel like they've really they've really pushed her to the front of the yeah one hundred percent and the song here in this one. But every breakdown hits harder in this song. It just keeps getting heavier. So could we have potentially like the makings of album of the year with Make Them Suffer? Is that the way we're looking? Is that where we're heading? Ooh, shit, it's it's a contender. It's a contender for sure. All right, well, well, keep it locked on that. Uh, and that is coming out in June as well, too, so make sure you get your pre-orders in. There's a couple of vinyl variants for all of you vinyl club collectors out there. Yes, we keep an eye on each and every one of you. And, you know, luckily, there's not like the 16 that you need to get for most bands who, you know, just pull everything out. Four, yeah. Yeah, which is good. Now, I'm a pop-punk tragic at the yeah, best no of times. Kidding. We all know this, right? Um, yeah, yeah. And it took me a while to get into the, the new breed of pop punk. So, like, Trophy Eyes, Stand, uh, Stand Atlantic, State Champs, you know, bands like that. Um, mm-hmm. But a band mm-hmm. I've fallen in love with, and it's taken me a lot back to my youth, is Neck Deep. And the boys put out their new song, When You Know, and it's just uplifting shit, hey? Like... We've had a few sunny days here in Brisbane lately, and I've got to give a shout-out to my mate Ben Ando, who uh, mentioned to me, like, go outside and listen to this song in the sun. Like, you, it really packs a punch when you do that. And so, you know, I got oh, all my work done the other day, went to listen to it for the first time, went outside, and, mate, like, it, it just adds to the effect of, like, you know, we're in a shit place right now with everything that's going on in the world, but at least we've got music to turn to. And, like, when you listen to this song, it makes you feel good, especially if everything around you is good. That's a good way to look at it, man. I, I don't, I don't mind that. I, I've, I've recently learned to really appreciate the sun because I, I, I really shy away from the sun. I don't like going to the beach. I don't like being, you know, I'm not, I'm not that guy that's like, oh, I need sun, you know. Uh, you, but, you, you, know you need to get some more vitamin D in you, mate. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, Paul Brown. So the, uh, like, but being in ISO, man, like. I'm finding myself going, oh, I need to step outside for a minute and just, like, have my lunch outside. Or yeah. Have, you know, I have a coffee in the sun every morning and, and, you know, and I do go for a walk in the afternoons, you know, before I, I work out and all that sort of stuff just to get outside because I am cooped up. And yep. I'm, I'm guessing there's a lot of people that are going through the same. So maybe this is a song that help people get outside, help people enjoy, help people take notice of the small things like 
you can hear all the you know so many more birds now with Look, this plane going over. And, it's it's you know, it's incredible at night time now. Like if you haven't done this as of yet, like get yourself a, a drink or whatever it is that you've got. Go outside and just sit. Like the world is so still right now. There's not a lot of planes yeah, so flying that's, that's over. The, 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 you know, there's birds chirping. Like you, it's it's dead quiet and it's eerie, but it's also welcoming. Like, so yeah, for the very first time in like, you know, God knows how long we've been living on this earth and all that, like everything seems calm and chilled and like, you know, it, you don't feel so stressed anymore, if that makes sense. It does seem a weight off. You're right. Um, now, if you're an angry person and you can't rage out <laughs> at the gym like you used to, you could just essentially chuck on a CrossFaith song and do a bit of CrossFit at home, really. Like, you're the CrossFit expert, Pricey, between the two of us. Yeah, look, man, CrossFit, just keep delivering. I, I, there's, I mean, if there's one word that I think that you could just uh, apply unilaterally to CrossFit, it's just adrenaline. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. It's adrenaline, like when... these guys, just run on it. It's like their, it's like their songs are just like concentrated adrenaline that they just like that you just insert directly into your veins. Because like these dudes, like it, there's they don't they don't worry about slowing down. Like their songs are just. 100% on the gas. Jam-packed, action-packed, yeah. I mean, look, looking yeah. at the first single that the guys put out, Endorphin, like, it just made me want to go for a run. And this new one that they've put out as well, Digital Parasite, like, they've got, yeah. the, they've got the EP on the way. It's only five songs long, but I guarantee, like, if you play that over and over again, there's your, there's your pre-workout there's right your there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. All right, totally. You, like... you can get your hands on that on May 22, so make sure you get your pre-orders in as well, too. Like, that's the one good thing that we've got looking forward to with this. There's so much music on the way that's going to keep us occupied. And, you know, you want to support and get out there and nurture your favorite bands as much as you possibly can during this point. And they're going to return the favor by writing some banger tracks in isolation. Totally. Uh, totally. Now, Friday, we've got Oz T-Shirt Music Day for Support Act. They've brought it forward in a, in a bid to try and help out as many bands as possible. I've jumped on the bandwagon and picked myself up a couple of Polaris shirts. I, I missed out on um, some at the last tour, and I was kicking myself about that. But, you know, they, they've got the old tour merch online, so you can totally. still get involved and do that. Nice. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go and pick myself up a Gloom in the Corner shirt, one of the new Violence t-shirts, I think. Oh, sick. Nice. You're going to yeah. cut, cut the sleeves of it like you normally do, turn it to a singlet? That's the plan. Well, you know, we're heading into winter, so, you know, just think ahead. You don't want to be yeah, patching those sleeves back on. Ah, okay. All right. Well, you know, when you're locked up inside like you, yeah, you need all, all the support you can get. Uh, but also coming out on Friday, Enter Shikari's new album. Now, like, I've been a, I've been a fan of these guys for years. I think they've released some of the best like core crossover albums of of you know recent times. So a flash flood of color going back to that album was just you know like we we're talking about Crossfaith before, just high energy, heavy tunes yeah. and the minds. Well, the mind sweep kind of saw them headed in a more mainstream direction and the spark was more heartfelt. So like, you know, they change things up with every album. I wouldn't say unintentionally, but like, you know, it doesn't sound like the previous record, if that makes sense. They, yeah. They explore whatever rabbit hole they find at the time of the albums, you know, I yeah, think, spot on. I that's think that's it. probably the, like they, they go down those rabbit holes and, and like 
explore it until they've got a record that they that they're happy with, and then they put that out. I don't think. I don't think they're like, oh, let's let's just fuck with the last thing and change up, you know. Like I think, yeah. I think, you know, they find something, they explore it, they put it out, you know, and and uh, you know, we we've we've spent some time. Like I remember our just about our entire trip uh, from from Melbourne to Unified two thousand and nineteen. We we listened just about exclusively to Ed Shikari. <laughs> we sure did. Shout out to Neil. Shout out to Dean, uh, well, yeah. Benny, like I mean, all the boys in the car on the way down. Uh, yeah, big fans. Um, but like to me, that was the that was the sort of most deep dive I had done into. That. Like I was certainly across all of the singles and all that sort of stuff they had put out over the years, but hadn't really delved into the albums. And that was really cool to do with those guys because they had such a like encyclopedic knowledge of where the band was at at those times when they're putting out those songs and what it meant on the album and where it was and you know all of that that was really cool uh, to experience. Uh, it was sort of like a like a like three hour primer on the band. Yeah, know? exactly. Yeah, and got you and, into what they stand for, where they come from, and all of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like I liked the singles and I, I knew relatively what the band was about, but this was like a nice, uh, you know quick run through the entire catalogue, you know? Well, um, they've changed things up with this new album, Nothing is True and Everything is Possible. I love the oxymoron of that there. And, <laughs> like, this this is an album... Normally, when you listen to, to bands' albums, for example, you might come across songs that you like, so you repeat that one, you go to the next single or the next song you, like, skip through. Like, this is an album itself, and th- the best kind of way to put it is it's, it's their opus. So it's their, oh. it's their musical... Uh, grand scale release and something that you have to listen to from start to finish. The way I kind of sort of like summarize it is it's like, you know how you go to, you go see a performance, a, a play performance, right? And there's mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. acts and things like that and all those acts are different, but there's like a sort of stop down interlude between those acts. Okay. That's kind of like what this is about. Like you've got three or four songs that roll into each other, then you've got a musical break, and then you've got the next section, which is a completely different sound and style, and then you've got another musical interlude, then you've got the last part of the album, which is just, you know, the the, the, the rocky tracks and all that. Like they've okay, experimented so it's a three act play. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. And they've experimented a lot with um uh, EDM and synth, which which is something they've done, so it's not new to them. But they're trying different things and bringing in brass instrument elements and and strings and things like that. So I think they're yeah, taking. Man, I really have loved all of the singles so far. Yeah. Like, even when someone put like, oh, you know, someone put, oh, uh, you know, how is it that Enter Shikari have put out this like the best EDM banger of the year? And I was like, oh Christ, here we go. And then I went and listened to. It, I was like. Nah, I'm about it. This yep. is great. Yeah. Tina, Woo. Tina, that was that they were talking about. Yeah, That's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was, oh like, my god, I love it. The, the, the thing is, like, when I caught up with the boys at uh, Good Things Festival, they said that this was going to be the definitive Shikari record. Like, there is something for everyone. This is the one that you show everyone uh, who, you know, you want to get into the band or you want to showcase a band who are, who are at the peak of their musical experimentation. And, you know, you, you take a look at what Bring Me the Horizon did when they changed up with Amor. Uh, and, you know, we, we see the shows where they bring out the dancers and things like that, but quote me if I'm wrong, they haven't brought out other instrumentalists yet, have they? You know, like Parkway Drive bring out the string uh, the string section. 
I wouldn't be I wouldn't be comfortable making that call. I reckon they have. Well, if but... if I'm wrong, let me know. However, like listening to this Enter Shikari album, it, it's got me thinking of what they're going to be doing with live shows in future and how they're going to incorporate you know these mm. additional musical instruments. Like we've seen the band on stage at Good Things Festival, and they just absolutely blew us away with just the four of them. But like now taking there, into consideration, is there saxophone on this record? Brownie? There's there's saxophone, there's trumpet, yes. there is like cellos, there is violins, there's like a bit of everything that's what i mean like nothing, they are nothing upping the game leaving nothing untouched yes awesome so yeah that's my rundown of enter shikari's new album like if if you go into it expecting something that you've heard in the past you're, you're gonna have a bad time but if you go into it and listen to what these four musicians have put together like i can guarantee you're gonna discover a new love for this band that you never had before but let me let me ask you this: Going into the record, Brownie, like to review it, how was your mental health about? Oh, that, like, oh, you know, struggling, struggling. Like to, to be to be completely frank with you, like I have these situations where. You know, if there's a lot going on in my life and, you know, obviously there's a lot going on in everyone's lives right now, a lot of uncertainty, it can kind of take an impact on how you're reviewing. So, you know, yeah. for example, like if you have a bad day and then you've got an album you need to review by the next day, chances are like your your feelings and emotions are going to be a lot more critical of what you're writing about. So, you know, for for a band like Enter Shikari, like, I, I love them and, and, and have appreciated what they've done. However, there were a couple of songs on there that didn't sit with me, and I, I felt like I had to give my true, honest opinion of, of how I was feeling. And, you know, to this day, a couple of days after writing that review, I still feel the way I feel about it. Uh, but I just feel that, you know, your mental health can take and have an impact on the way you feel about things, whether it be writing a review, whether it be listening to your favourite album. Sometimes you just get to that point where you're like, you know what? I don't feel like listening to Blink-182 today. I'm just not in the mood. Yeah, look, I mean, it's going to be hard to see sunshine and rainbows with black ca- black clouds around your head, you know? Like, I think there's... I think that is taking a toll on sort of everyone at the moment. I think, I think everyone sort of needs to be careful, like, you know, uh, careful with themselves and careful with mm. everyone else, you know? Like, I think, you know, just careful of, you know, because... We all get down and we all can say, you know, negative things or we can say things we mean in, or, you know, we don't necessarily mean but say them in the heat of the moment. And, you know, I just think, you know, and, and that's not necessarily about your review. Like, I actually haven't read your review. But, you know, it's more a case of, like, you know, I think, you know, let's, let's just, let's just be, be, be nice to one another for now, you know. Yeah. Like, but, and, and, and just understand what people have going on and, and, uh, you know, just let's let's be human. Yeah, spot on. I mean, in this situation, like I've noticed, especially online, like a lot of the critical comments that you see in, in forums or comment sections have sort of died off and, you know, people picking apart things that sort of gone away because, you know, I guess there are more pressing things to worry about than, oh, that song could have used a second breakdown or, or tremolo picking <laughs> there, that kind of thing. So, yeah, yeah. you know, I feel and like... And certainly not to say that, like, you know, being critical should just go out the window. Like being critical of, you know, a record, uh, you know, uh, like the actual, you know, being a critic, not being critical for critical sake. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. Uh, that's not to say that should go out the window. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, like you can't just be like, 
we only do 100% positive reviews from here on out. Spot on, exactly, yeah. Let's just be be a little, like, discerning with, like, how bad we shit on things. Like, (laughs) just say, also say nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, at this point in time, tread carefully, but also don't be afraid to voice your opinion and explain why you don't like something. There's there's nothing worse than reading a review and someone said, oh, I don't like this song, it's crap. But there's no going into detail about it. There's no explaining why you felt that way. Like, you know, if someone's going to read something, they want to get inside your head and realise, you know, where you were at when you were writing that or what your reasons were for being so critical. Don't be afraid. discourse here. Yeah. Like Pricey's man bun. It's shit. He should cut it off. Take a deep breath. Let it let it pass. But uh, I think, you know, before you reach through the phone and throttle me, we should wrap up this week's episode of the Matter of Faction podcast, episode 43. We do it every week for the Handshake Media Network, live in isolation. And uh, I couldn't do it every week without this bloke opposite me down the other end of the line on the other side of Brisbane. That's me. It's pricey. Oh yeah. My God. That's pricey. I'm Brownie, and uh, we'll catch you again next week. You've been listening to the Matter of Faction podcast with Pricey and Brownie.